Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex, as always, your host. And today's fine episode is being recorded on, this is proof of life, it's Wednesday, April 5, 2023. Now, you don't know what the form of this podcast is? Well, every episode now we treat as a free 30-minute consult. Let's pretend for the sake of, uh, well, this podcast, that you don't have a group of friends, a circle of uh, associates, heaps that you can go to and talk shop with, right? You could chop it up and just talk shit about corporate, about your next moves, strategies to move up with, career development, that sort of thing. And so, well, you see... The writing on the wall, pun intended, and you consult with some corporate cowboys, some motherfuckers who do this on the regular, right? Now, of course, me being the face and the voice, though you probably never see my face, me being the voice of the Corporate Cowboys podcast, you know that's what we do. So you walk into our office, take a little gander with your auditory canals take a listen listen into our conversation treat this as office hours i guess when you were in school or an open door policy if you are in corporate and you have a mentor that gives a fuck i give a fuck about you i care i genuinely want you to become a better professional to be able to negotiate your worth and make business better all around for everyone involved, okay? Today's question is coming from r slash career advice. If you're not familiar with Reddit, we pull most of our questions up off of Reddit. If you want a particular question answered, something personal to your situation, your context, understand that this these episodes are just a tease, are just a taster. Sure, we do drop some of the templates and blueprint that we use when interviewing clients, but every case is unique. Everyone's circumstances are different, right? So for your particular case, if you need help, by all means, reach out to us. You'll find us on Instagram. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. You can shoot us a DM. On Patreon, there are a couple of tiers there. And we do offer some question and answer um, options in some of the higher tiers, some of the upper level tiers. And just keep in mind, when when we have you write into us, please try and be as thorough as possible. Yes, I understand there is a sense of vulnerability that comes with opening up and letting someone else know what your problem is that you're facing in corporate. It's difficult. I get it. It's like, why go to a therapist? Don't think of us as a therapist. This, to me, is therapy for me, right? It's cathartic. It allows me to apply practical knowledge, things that I do day to day, but it allows me to think out loud and strength tests, ideas that I keep about corporate and strategies that I promote to my own clients, right? That being said, none 
of what you hear across these episodes, none of it should you take to be legal advice coming from me, from Alex, from any one of the corporate cowboys that you might interact with. Unless you've retained us personally, professionally, as your representative, as, as counsel, don't rely on anything that we say. Take it all with a grain of salt. If the shoe fits, nice. Be sure it's laced up, not too tight, not too loose, because you have to do things moving when you're in corporate. As a corporate cowboy, you learn to run and gun, shoot and move, shoot and scoot, so they call it, right? So today's question is coming from r slash career advice, and they're asking... They're asking, I've changed, this is a particular, a, a peculiar question. On my resume, on my resume, I change my previous job titles to popular names since I feel like it's easier for people to understand my work experience. Is there any problem with that? Um, right off the bat, I'm going to say yes, yes, uh, because, and it, and it does depend, it always depends. I mean, we learned this coming up through law school and in practice, it always depends, right? Just um, how significant a change it is that you're moving your title, right? So if your title says one thing and you change it to something completely different, like say you were entry-level... I'll go really basic here. Say you're, say you're an entry-level associate somewhere, right? And uh, you change your title when you apply to another job to something with a, a supervisor or a manager or some type of executive, which you were not at. Essentially, you're giving yourself uh, an elevated rank on paper on this application. That might be a cause for problems. Unless, unless you see, there's always some exceptions. There's always some exception to the rule, unless you can justify it. Unless you can justify it. Even then, me personally, personally, professionally, I might shy away from changing job titles. Think of it this way. It's not for nothing that certain duties obligations come with certain job titles, right? So if you claim you were holding a job title at a company, that sets the presumption that you've worked in that capacity, that you're familiar with certain general duties and obligations that pertain, that belong to that job title, right? Now, it I'm not sure would outright come up as fraud unless, unless um, you're claiming to have held an executive job title, something higher up, something on the higher end of the food chain, somebody important, and typically it's going to be in the executive or the C-suite, right? Where then your employment agreement, and you want to beware, I'm not telling you how to commit fraud because this could amount to fraud if you misrepresent any previous titles that you've held right and then the employment agreement that you go to sign now 
has in there that you are actually representing and you are warranting like you're you're guaranteeing this shit under penalty of perjury <laughs> that you held this job title at this certain organization for this certain firm you're familiar with those duties and those obligations and that that is a basis for which your new employer is actually hiring you, that's an issue. That's an issue for you, right? Now, so long as your employment agreement doesn't contain any of that, and again, this is why I implore you, I insist, I highly recommend, but you should not take as legal advice. Still, I recommend in general, this is just general advice general professional advice as a as a consummate professional which is something that we all should be striving to attain that state of consummate professionalism you should be reading what the fuck it is you're signing don't have someone else dig the hole for you and then you bury yourself in it <laughs> you ought to read what you're signing negotiate where you can right so if you're making your bed you ought to know what mattress you're about to sleep on, the linens you're selecting, the firmness or the softness of your pillow. And then you have to sleep in that shit. I mean, not shit, right? But then you have to sleep in the bed that you make by signing your name on the dotted line. You need to know what it is you're signing. You need to understand it. Again, if you need help with that, with analyzing your contracts, analyzing your agreements, we can help. We do it on the regular for our clients in order to provide notes and strategies for negotiation, new points that could be brought up, opportunities to strengthen your agreements or soften them. You can massage them too. Reach out to us. I mean, we do it on the regular. So this question is asking, is there any problem with that, changing a job title to a popular name? And it's understandable that they'd want to go with a popular name. If you're submitting your resume through a uh, recruiting service or a database of some kind, like uh, LinkedIn or Monster or Indeed, right? Those platforms have algorithms that they run on resumes that are submitted for popular keywords or keywords that are actively being scouted out by potential employers. Potential employers will get on these platforms and they'll look for uh, recruits and employee prospects by filtering down through those keywords. Say they're looking for a, uh, a part-time office assistant, right? And it works similar to a hashtag. If they're looking for a part-time office assistant, it's as if they have all of the database of resumes uploaded onto Indeed that they could just control F 
Control F for part-time office assistant. And any resumes that have been uploaded with those keywords, either part-time office assistant or just office assistant, will come up for them. So now on the applicant's side, it only makes sense that you distill down certain job titles that might be overly complicated. Say um, <laughs> your job title, because for a while, I think this was like early, nah, maybe like a little bit between the late 2000s and like early 2010s, there was like a fad of like uh, naming job titles with really fun, just cartoonish names, really. And uh, I mean, you had a superstar marketer, right? When really what you're working is just the marketing department or you had a, a, a kitchen ninja or just comically cartoonish ridiculous names for that right so um i guess if we went with the really basic example imagine uh and i don't know why you'd be applying through linkedin for this but um you have experience in the kitchen as well as uh doing prep work which is just preparing food for whatever shifts you're on or preparing your workstation for um, the busiest times of a restaurant, which I guess in the industry is called the rush, right? And uh, you have uh, dishwashing experience, obviously. I think a lot of entry-level food service workers pick up plenty of dishwashing and uh, knife experience or maybe that was just me but i did start out in uh, food service and i'm well aware that dishes never end right so if you have that experience kudos so then imagine imagine if you will that uh the place you work at is like an uppity, gentrifying, hipster restaurant, right? And they name the job title for just the dishwasher, just working in the dish station as a underwater ceramic maintenance specialist, right? Because you're working with ceramic dishware uh, and you're... It's obviously submerging them underwater and you're maintaining their condition and you fucking specialize in it because it's what you do, right? Suppose it's a high occupancy, high volume restaurant, a lot of, uh, a lot of turnover on the, um, a lot of conversion as far as tables seated and, uh, guests served. So, this title becomes the title you you take on right now is that something you want to put on uh on your resume if nobody like no other employer is looking for an underwater ceramics maintenance specialist 
if they're if they're control effing only for dishwasher you think underwater ceramics maintenance specialist is going to show up no no so if the job title name is overly technical right or just overly verbose is the name too wordy right it's just fucking drawn out when it could be simplified and made basic by what it is you actually do on the job right then just use the job title of what you actually do on the job you were a dishwasher you wash dishes now how you then choose to sell the fact that you were a dishwasher i mean that if you're familiar with uh, the structure of resumes i mean you could list that in the bullet points underneath that employment position that you held you could say oh i i specialized in the underwater maintenance of ceramics right that's how you would get the point across in an interview now this is a very extreme example it's borderline a joke i get it but it's just for the sake of having an example of providing you the listener with an example so the question i presume is asking something similar let's read through the body they ask one example is i worked at a company where i had the job title it solutions engineer slash analyst that's in quotes quote it solutions engineer slash analyst and my assumption is that most people probably wouldn't understand what that job title means okay you see so we're off to a good start they are consciously aware that their own job title may be overly technical for a hiring manager or an interviewer to really understand what it is that they do some of those words they could probably include in the bullet points underneath that employment position right so if they want to just start with uh, a it engineer or or just analyst right if that's all the employer is looking for if they're controlling for analyst only and alex's name pops up because well hey they had a they were uh, an analyst at this one company here they they see the job title analyst they read through the bullet points Ooh, okay so now we know what type of analyst they provided it solutions for the c-suite let's say so they know that i've had access i've had the clearance and the capacity to work with executives on it solutions providing analysis interpretation projections reports whatnot however i choose to inform that job role right but the title the title is the first way that you get their attention because it's the job title that they are looking for that they're filtering for and searching for you think they're gonna jump on linkedin and type in exactly that what's in quotes 
I'm looking for, let's see, I'm looking for an IT solutions engineer slash analyst. I mean, chances are slim, very exceedingly, increasingly slim that that's exactly the job title they're looking for, that they're looking for a person to fit exactly that job title. More than likely, they're looking for an engineer, an IT engineer, computer networks engineer, computer network analyst, right? So you could, you could finesse the job title, but you cannot finesse the duties. I mean, you've got to list the duties that you, uh, that you actually handled, the tasks that you actually completed, and the skills that you derived from having worked in that position. But then that's how you justify the new job title, the actual job title you're applying for, that you're interviewing for, right? You want your previous experience. This is just straightforward interview strategy. You want to uh, have the skills and experience from your previous employment translate and fit into this new employment position that you're applying for. All right, so this question continues. They write, they say, my assumption is most people probably wouldn't understand what the job title means. Okay. However, on my resume, I changed my job title to just, quote, software developer. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that might be problematic, right? As a software developer, you should have, uh, I guess what just comes to mind, right? If I'm hiring for and interviewing applicants for a software developer position, that I'm, then I'm looking for someone who's got low-key extensive background knowledge and experience in coding, right? An actual software development, right? But that's only because, okay, now, the, the caveat to that, it's only because I don't know exactly the experience and skills needed for that first, quote, IT solutions engineer slash analyst, right? I mean, if they're engineering IT solutions, does that or does that not sound like they're working on code and putting applications together for uh, a company mainframe? They could be doing that. We just don't know until we read, we would read a little further into their resume and into those bullet points after the job title of what it is exactly, what duties they undertook, the successes they had and whatnot, right? So they say, since since my manager told me my role is to be a software developer like a hundred times and just wanted me to do projects related to coding. Ah, okay, there you go. So you've got the experience. You've, uh, we don't know much about the education, right? Our, our hypothetical client here isn't letting us know that that's, that's exactly what they went to school for. I mean, they could have picked this up on the job, right? They, they could have applied for the IT solutions engineer slash analyst position as an entry-level engineer analyst. And uh, their manager was like, well, you're going to learn how to code on the job. And now they've got this experience in coding without ever having gone to school and gotten certifications. And before you know it, they're just a journeyman 
software developer and you can still make a lot of money just got to know and and what areas your skill transfers to you've got to learn how to interview for the positions you want how to sell how to hustle the skills you possess and convert them into the compensation you want that's in corporate cowboy shit that's some that requires more higher level thinking critical thinking strategy logic tact and for that you can come to us i mean if you don't have a circle like i said in the beginning if you don't have a circle of associates you can talk and discuss these topics you can come to us we would love to help we enjoy talking about this so one of our favorite topics after extracurricular extra legal activities because to some extent i mean it requires uh, uh, varying degrees of ethics that border on the questionable but hey that's corporate and corporate is cutthroat business is war it's one of one of the overarching themes of this podcast and this episode is no different so they say since my manager told me my role is to be a software developer like a hundred times and just wanted me to do projects related to coding also i feel like if a recruiter sees software developer i see now they're thinking now they're thinking i feel like if a recruiter sees software developer then it's a lot more clear to them about what i did nice nice see they're already thinking for the recruiter and that's good that's good that means you rely on the the recruiter's heuristics mental shortcuts where if they see software developer on your resume their mind is already already becomes informed with what a software developer does right where if a recruiter's eyes were to see oh it solutions engineer slash analyst i mean is it going to immediately give them an idea of what it is you do no no i would venture to say no but a software developer yes last paragraph they write if my previous job title is already a popular name i don't change it though for example my first job i had was data entry i just leave the title quote data entry because i feel like pretty much everyone knows what that means i feel like everyone pretty much knows what that type of job is and they end it there so i don't i feel like the hypothetical client here answered their own question if whether or not there's a problem with this if they're already thinking ahead to what the recruiter sees then they must already be thinking ahead and you see maybe i'm jumping to conclusions but it's a logical conclusion i'm making a very reasonable inference here that if the hypothetical client is thinking about what the recruiter reads in order to go out and seek prospective jobs to uh forward this candidate's resume to if they are mindful of what the recruiter reads then they're gonna also keep in mind 
what the interviewer, what the hiring manager, what the executive at at the the prospective place of employment will be reading also. And that's going to be something understandable, something that causes them to continue reading through the resume, something that hooks their attention, something that they're already familiar with or maybe familiar with that causes them to uh, inform those words through mental shortcuts and software developer quote a software developer just does that it triggers more mental shortcuts as to ooh what a software development a software developer does versus well what the fuck doesn't IT solutions engineers slash analysts do, right? It's it's overly technical when engineering and analyzing you could include under software developer, right? Pretty much pretty much that first job title is what a software developer does. They engineer and analyze IT solutions. <laughs> but I totally get that some folks might uh, advise you not do this and, and would recommend you don't do it. Professionally, it depends on the context, right? If you're outright lying about the position that like the position in a company that you held, because there is a difference between title and position, right? If you are claiming you held a leadership position, some type of leadership role, regardless of what your title is, because it could always be explained and contextualized through the bullet points, right? By actually outlining and describing the job duties you had, the obligations you kept with the company, the firm, wherever you were. Now, if you're just outright lying and saying, oh, I was a uh, a vice president of marketing at one at one spot when really all you got is entry level experience in it you don't know the first thing about tracking metrics and inventory and actually managing a department then that's that would amount to uh, like i said earlier fraud misrepresenting that material fact which is something they the firm could be relying on believing that you have that experience and then hiring you on and what discovering you don't have it oh you were just desperate for this job so you felt you had to tweak the job title that's not tweaking i mean you're fucking tweaking if you think it's insignificant that's outright fraud and you could open yourself up to liability it's a civil liability that could come after you in a lawsuit, right? You don't even have the job yet. You, you might not have gotten the first, the first paycheck yet, and they're already suing your ass for a contract you negotiated poorly. Don't do that to yourself. Be a consummate professional always, right? 
it's a fine line, but that's corporate. And in corporate, it's all about balance and walking fine lines to get productivity, to get benefit, to create value. It's actual value creation, not just value added. Not just, you're not just tacking on a number, but you're distilling what you know and transferring it, translating it, transposing it over a new job that you know your previous skill, knowledge, and experience will help you in. Otherwise, not only are you selling literally yourself short, you're overestimating you're overestimating your capabilities and uh, putting, putting future professionals in a tight position because of a wrong choice, a bad choice you chose to make, of a bad choice you made. There you go. Have yourselves a good one. I'll catch you on the next one.